it's still shock. You know, it's still like I have to pinch myself here and there. Hey, is this real? This is Still Here, a podcast from WFAE that asks, what does resiliency look and feel like to you? And how have you felt and been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic? How much he loved his mom and family and his kids. Those were the first signs why I would love him. What helped you overcome challenges you faced? And what did you do to cope? It's just reality. You just have to work work with that reality. You can't change it, you know? In our first installment, we hear from a Clover, South Carolina woman about love, loss, and new beginnings. 56-year-old Serpil Wilson was on the verge of deleting her online dating profile after a string of bad dates. She had re-entered the dating pool years after a divorce, and when her kids went off to college, she figured it was time. But online dating was frustrating. A few meets and stuff, and I was kind of giving up. You know, I'm like, I'm done with this. Just as she was about to call it quits, she got a new message. It was from a man named Keith Davis. And then he said, I really like your profile and can we meet? The day of the date was sort of a disaster. She had to work late and then her car battery died. She started to panic when it got close to the time they were supposed to meet. She didn't want Keith to think she was ditching him. So she let him know what happened and he wanted to help. She actually has a voicemail he left her from that day as they were trying to figure it all out. Just give me a call. I'll be happy to come over there. I think I have jumper cables in my truck. Can come and I have a jumper. I'm like, no, 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 I am all, you know, I'm on it. <laughs> Eventually, she got to the restaurant and the date, the one she told herself would be her last attempt at online dating, ended up being just that. It was clear the two were a match. He was very determined person and I am. He was tenacious, I am. Although we are from two different cultures, we were the same. Sir Peel, a medical physicist, grew up in Turkey. Keith, an architect, was a native charlatan. Their 16-month romance was a whirlwind. They traveled to three national parks, they saw beaches and the mountains. A year went by, and Keith proposed. They celebrated with friends and family at a small party. Serpiel and Keith both loved to dance. In a video from the celebration, the couple are laughing and smiling as they dance. Serpiel's wearing a bright red dress, Keith a black jacket and slacks. They look so comfortable with each other and very much in love. They were supposed to be married in April of 2020, but then the pandemic hit. Originally, they planned to tie the knot in South Carolina, where Serpio lives. But then restrictions started to tighten even more. I'm like, oh, you know what? Everything is canceling. I feel I'm married to you. I don't care. You know, we can wait. He felt the same way. Around the time they decided to postpone their wedding, People were starting to wear masks and social distance. Supplies like toilet paper and hand sanitizer were hard to come by. What made Serpil and Keith such a great couple was that they loved to work on projects together. They liked to come up with solutions. So they had an idea. What if they could produce a hand sanitizer that met CDC and FDA approval and could help with the supply demand? 
Serpil drew inspiration from her Turkish roots. In the culture she grew up in, it was common for people to wear colonia, a fragrance or cologne which often smells of lemon or lavender, and also includes alcohol to kill germs. Turkey actually saw a rise in colonia sales in the early days of the pandemic. With the help of family and friends, they worked on their own take of the product they named Klinya. But then in late May, Keith got sick. It was COVID-19. He had to go to the hospital. His oxygen levels were so low, he needed to be placed on a ventilator. Keith was in the hospital for weeks and was mostly unresponsive. He was eventually taken off the ventilator, and for a moment, Sir Peel felt something she hadn't in a while, hope. I used to talk to his mom on the way to work, and we are talking about uh, which rehabilitation center we would choose so I could visit him on my way to work and on the way back. But that feeling didn't last long. Keith took a sudden turn for the worse. His blood pressure crashed, and the family got the call to come to the hospital, this time to say goodbye. Hospital restrictions were tight because of the pandemic. Sir Peel was on Keith's approved list to be in the room, but when Keith's son and daughter were able to rush to the hospital, she insisted on swapping out her place for Keith's children. Keith was her soulmate, she says, and she wanted to make sure his children got to say their goodbyes in person. Keith passed away on June 25, 2020, at the age of 57. I just wanted to continue to do the things that he and I, uh, we would do. And we were going to go learn sailing that September. So I registered myself to a sailing course. It's not the same. I, I did as much of the stuff that I was able to. She started to think about Klinia again and the groundwork for the product she had started with Keith. I want people to know about him. With the help of family and friends, a website was built. A logo was created. Working on Klinia turned into a way to process her grief. But it wasn't easy. One of the most challenging parts was getting FDA approval. And then there was the fact that she was working on a project that was a constant reminder that the man she had planned to spend the rest of her life with wasn't there. There were several times that I was like, I'm just, I just want to pull the plug now. You have work and you have life. And I mean, on top of it, you have this support that you missed. Sir Peel pushed through. She decided one night to stay up as long as it would take to finish the FDA paperwork. She hit submit. Within a week, she says she was notified she could move on to the next step of the process. She felt like Keith had been with her the entire time. When she got the news, the paperwork was filled out correctly. She says she looked up. When I'm like, hey, you're there, you're with me. I felt that way, I mean, so many times. Sir Peel's goal is to turn the Klinia company into a nonprofit that will support other families who have lost loved ones to COVID-19. She hopes to reach that nonprofit status by December 11th, 2021. That will mark the one-year anniversary of launching Klinia. And it's also Keith's birthday. She says she knows Keith is watching over her. One of the ways she stays connected to him is by listening to his voice. She kept all 27 voicemails he left her over the course of their relationship. I listen every day. It's a ritual. Every day I listen to his voice. Hello, beautiful. I am just leaving the office. There was a wreck as I was getting in the truck, so I went to see if I could help, and I'm just now leaving. Be careful. Be safe. Love you. Bye. Keith and Sir Peel's love story 
wasn't a long one. It was very short, but sometimes short doesn't mean nothing. And he's here in spirit. When she listens to his voice, when she works on the product she had dreamed up with the person she loves, she says she feels like she can get through another day. She says Keith was a really great guy, and then corrects herself. He is a great guy, she says. Having known him is part of what gives her the strength to keep putting one foot in front of the other. This is Still Here. I'm Sarah D'Elia. If you have a story idea for Still Here, email me at sdelia at wfae.org. I'm on Twitter at Sarah WFAE, and that's Sarah with an H. Still Here is produced and reported by me and edited by Greg Collard. Our theme music was composed and produced by Patrick Bowden and Patrick Lee. Together they make Patrick Otto. Matthew Scott made our really beautiful logo. For more information about the series, visit wfae.org slash stillhere. Support for Still Here comes from Ortho Carolina. Thanks for listening.